Thank you so much for joining us, Liam. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Bar some technical issues in my house, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely move past it. <laughs> Huge Fantastic. apologies again. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> very very unprofessional of me. I do apologise. You never have tech issues live, though, right? That's all. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> well, it's the eve of the new album. Comes mm. out tomorrow, right? Uh, that's Does. when we're recording. We at the site were. We really love this album. Our reviewer particularly had a fantastic time with it. It's actually a really lovely nice. review. If, if you want to read a really emotional response to the record, wow! Uh, I, I recommend it. Uh, so yeah, certainly will. Congratulations on that. Obviously, lots of people will be asking you about like the sort of way the sound has shifted on this. And I, I, in a way, I don't really want to like talk about that too much because I still think you're obviously the same band. It's just like people yes. are always homing on this minute stuff. Um, but obviously, like lyrically, it's changed, and, I, and you're more of a captain of like the instrumentals, I guess. So, mm -hmm. how, in your perspective, have the instrumentals like changed, and like what drove that change? We felt that when we came back, that we need to kind of, you know, reimagine what Casey was going to be after those four years. You know, we had a we had a really big gap where none of us really created anything for Casey. It was all for ourselves, and we were just individually writing and for us to just come back and just make the same album again would be a bit of a cop-out so you know we kind of wanted to hone in on really what we wanted this album to sound like so we kind of went back to like 2014 2015 as to you know as to as to how and why we started casey and some of mine and toby the other guitarists like biggest influences are, are, are those big kind of like post-rock atmospheric bands um you know bands like hammock like this will destroy you you know god is an astronaut you know all those kind of like you know big like 10 12 minute songs that you know that that we that's kind of why we started casey because you know we love those kind of soundscapes but then you know we also realized that we want to try and modernize that a little bit and really play on tom's vocals and you know tom has done like loads of work with his vocals compared to what it was in 2017 2018 so you know we kind of mixed this weird kind of our love for post-rock for kind of like poppy choruses and just hooks and you know it, it quickly turned into you know a different sound but just you said we start the interview you know it's it's still casey but it's it's you know maybe a bit more modernized maybe a bit newer so yeah we just kind of ran with that and you know like no idea was a bad idea nothing was kind of you know discarded and if we liked it we kind of did it yeah hell yeah i actually love to hear that the specific post-rock influence and yeah. that time era you named like that was a fantastic time for that kind of sound like like this will destroy your explosion definitely the sky. like definitely. i have really fond memories of that kind of material at that time i, I think that's yeah. one of the big reasons i like your sound and just one example from the record unique lights that's the opener mm. and yes. like that song is like plus six minutes so yeah. <laughs> you actually kind of have gone there on this record right <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah um and i guess that plays that kind of explains a lot like you named hammock as well like mm. that makes so much sense like with because they they really sound like like you know hammock like it's like dreamy music to fall asleep sure. to sure. and you've, you've just kind of got that but you've also got riffs which is yeah kind of really yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah trying to yeah. bend the two in for sure there were a couple of other projects during the sort of casey hiatus mm -hmm. uh, that particularly your other bandmates were in mm -hmm. um and i don't know much about them but the impression i got is they're actually really heavy like mourn as an example so yeah. Kind of, well, yeah 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 more more yeah. oh yeah because you were an extra dream weren't you with yes and, yes. and then adam went to mourn with with reese and so yes yeah they were yeah. like thrashing you were like nice shoegazy 
Yeah, you know, I, I like. I think you know. We, I mean, I can speak for myself and Max, but you know, we were just trying to fill a void of of just pure creativity. Um, I've known um, Wes for a really long time. He used to um, play the Mankle Climates like years and years ago. Um, so you know, he's always been in touch with me, and and you know, that was the closest fit for me. So what Casey was, I guess, you know, I mean, I'd be, I'd be rubbish in a, you know, in a sort of heavy band, like, you know, I don't write anything like that. So, you know, I can't be playing any down tune guitars and all that rubbish. So, um, so yeah, you know, that was the kind of closest thing for me. Um, I mean, like logistically it was just impossible because Wes lived in Manchester and, you know, like me and Max driving back and forth. And then the studio was in Liverpool, which is like the other side of the country for us. So, um, you know, we had to let that go when we came back to Casey because I, th I just think Casey's a project that just needs all of our input. You know, if I'm distracted by other things, then this album probably wouldn't be what it is now. So, you know, it was it was a tough decision. And, you know, Adam with Morn and he played in like a thrash band as well called um, Acid Hara from Cardiff, which were like a crazy kind of like crossover thrash hardcore band. Um, you know, but like we all just knew that like it wouldn't be fair to not give Casey like 100%. So yeah, we just delved straight back into this and kind of sacked that off, unfortunately. But um, yeah, this is where we are, really. Nice. Can I ask you like a bit of a gear question as well? Yeah, please so, do. When I saw you, I don't know which of the guitars I I saw playing, but I I just got this impression that the gear looked like kind of like more like tech metal gear, and that's that's not based on anything really. That's just like based <laughs> yeah. on the guitar brand, which is which we know is like just kind of bullshit. But yeah. like, it did lean more towards like tech than post rock. I kind of always thought of those it like kind of opposed. But it's really cool that you're like bringing the tech gear for like yeah. sound as well. Yeah, um, me and Toby both use. Uh, so Toby is an enormous Dream Theater fan. Um, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like that's that's his main like influence for like anything kind of sonical. Like he like sometimes he'll bring a riff to practice, and I'm like I ain't playing that. Like there's no way I can do that. So that's your bag. So um we both play uh, John Petrucci. Uh, JP60s, which are um, they're branded by a company called Music Man. Um, really expensive, nice guitars. Um, and I only bought one just because I was lucky enough to play Toby's for a tour. Um, and mine is definitely wasted, but Toby's isn't because he can solo till the cows come home and I just can't. But um, like we were just, I guess we were just kind of bored of just like buying guitars, which would be set up every tour and things would break in. So, you know, I do agree that they definitely don't look like they should be in Casey, but from a from a from a musician perspective, it's it's just a guitar you can pick up and it just plays, you know, and 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 I don't need to take it to somebody every month to get sorted out or every tour. So, you know, and it does pose a couple of questions, which I kind of like in a way, you know, like I kind of like that people are like, ah, oh, you know, like I didn't expect you to play one of those, and you know, I guess the conversation going. So yeah, yeah, it's like they're expecting you to like rip a six solo or something, and then yeah. it's just yeah. like the most beautiful like, like yeah, crystal that you've heard and i'm, yeah, I'm like yeah. I, that's the way around i would want it yeah and speaking of yeah. those like you tend to have like you kind of have one guitar doing low end one guitar doing high end mm -hmm. especially like on these songs where you've got these big finishes like there's some like epically like playing pretty slow stuff um mm -hmm. that format really works um yeah which which of those two do you do you do so we 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 kind of chop and change in all honesty um you know and 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 we've said this in previous interviews especially with songwriting like we really play to our strengths on this like i'm a big fan of like really big open kind of like you just said really like low midsy driven chords um you know and sometimes that's me doing that and sometimes it's toby doing that it, it really just depends on who is kind of writing that song you know like like i'll definitely hear a lead and i'm like there's no way i'm not doing that like you know i really want to play that part and then you'll kind of flip a coin as to who wants to do that live but um 
but yeah, you know, uh, we just kind of share that kind of lead role, I guess, you know, we don't really like stick to like, oh, like Toby's just a lead guitarist. Like if I feel like that I can do that part, then I'll do it. You know, Toby might need to sing over that part. So I just, I just get that part anyway, cause I'm not doing anything else. So yeah, you know, kind of a, kind of a shared responsibility for who's going to play the hardest parts and sweat nice. the most. Stage. Yeah, I guess yeah. that, that really only matters live as well. Like, and yeah, of course you, know, you can just make a fantastic tapestry, make it sound as good as possible. Still That's within it. reason. Yeah. 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 For yeah. Sure. Uh, speaking of live stuff. So you've done a big US tour. You did those UK dates. You've, you've been around, you've been really busy actually. So that must mm -hmm. be really exciting in terms of set list. Um, you've already got like, I was just looking, you've got like quite a few of the new songs already in the list, which is mm. awesome and great mm. to see. Um, what have been some of the choices and are there any are there, can, are there any like songs that are extra songs that are going to come in um so the only extra song on the on the on the record that we're playing on this tour coming up is um i was happy when you died um which we've been practicing a few times and we've kind of got it down um we were we were kind of hesitant to put too much into this because it's not really our tour you know we're out we're holding absence and you know we're not naive enough to know that like a lot of people there are just going to want to hear some like older stuff so you know we've kind of tailored to all fans really but um so we're we're definitely playing that we play i've i've literally lied we're we're finishing the set with how to disappear which is obviously off the new album which is cool um and we're playing um oh my god i've forgotten my own album songs because it's all so new um we're playing bands always remember them as the like demo titles anyway so oh, literally like like uh, we did an interview last night and, like max was really enough like like a song called peas and carrots which was like which was just like a demo song for like years and he's like i've got to stop calling it like the pre-pro names um but yeah so like there's there's four there's four new ones and there's five older ones so yeah you know we're doing a nice mix for sure and then in march for our headline those will you know actively be replaced by a lot of newer songs so it'll be nice to play those definitely yeah sick and particularly i was happy when you died our reviewer will love to hear that um mm. not that he's going to be able to see you in in the us but maybe yeah when you're back in the uk um, oh for sure I'm really excited for the the dates you got in march as well yeah um, and I, I just personally i had a really good experience getting into casey so it was the two singles you dropped at the start of last year yeah um i heard those i hadn't i kind of i guess i lived under a rock i didn't hadn't heard of casey before but when yeah. i heard those two i was like immediately like a massive fan and then i go oh, and check you. the tour dates and you know like yeah they're playing next week which for <laughs> most yeah. people listening to casey the past few years has just n not been the case yeah um so yeah just on those two songs i thought they were just like kind of a great transitional uh transitional thing for you guys i guess they kind yeah. of sound a bit like more like old era i guess for sure you know but when when we put those two songs out that's exactly what we were trying to do you know we pretty much hit the nail on the head that you know we need to almost bridge that gap between old casey and new casey and and, and we you know we were hoping that's what those songs do like um you know a tone is is a bit heavier and it's more in you know the vein of love is not enough whereas great grief is kind of bordering on what we've just done on this new album you know i think if we put great grief on this album you know it wouldn't sit too out of place so um you know it was very much a stepping stone for the listener to be able to you know ease them into what we're doing right now i guess so yeah hopefully that worked yeah nice i i particularly remember that because i got to go not i didn't get onto the first of the garage dates but when you got the second date yeah it's just it sold out uh, which yeah is, i think that's really fantastic for you uh yeah, that was a great time um and the specific thing i remember from that show feels like a long time ago it was, it was a year but 
like people would keep trying to mosh and like go hard because that's what people wanted to do yeah the floor was really slippery <laughs> they just fell down yeah. straight away yeah <laughs> so yeah. um that that's our excuse for not not going even harder it was like <laughs> trying to mosh with like Mario an Kart extremely slippery floor yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. um yeah so you were in the us last year um so how do you feel like the the us run is going to go like is that how what's it like touring the us i guess um it was strange for us just because you know it was kind of fear of the unknown you know we've never been out there and um a lot of bands kind of like creep into that scene by doing like an opener and then maybe a main support and we just kind of went straight in with a headline um so like we didn't really know what to expect and and you know some of the shows were just unreal some of the shows were what we expected you know we played some towns or, or some cities sorry where we knew we weren't going to be as popular but like i guess that's the whole point of getting out there you know getting out there to some shows that are sold out and rammed and getting out there to some shows that are not you know that's the you know that's 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 the cool aspect of of playing somewhere that's halfway across the world so um for us i mean, I mean it, it's just amazing to be out there anyway you know to be you know our 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 pastimes are just going to find some some cool food spots and you know having a few beers and you know maybe meeting some people outside the show and you know we got to do all those things so to be able to go back and do it again with 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 acres who we've known for a really long time holding absence who we've known all the way through their other projects even before they were holding absence you know so um it's a tour package that we're just going to be able to slot into without any kind of like pre-tour weirdness. We don't know anybody. So we're, we're super excited to get back. Um, and we love it. You know, like we love America, like we love touring kind of like mainland Europe. So yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah. yeah. Especially with like the Casey holding absence lineup. I feel like you two bands have, have really enjoyed that, you know, you're great bands, but it's also kind of right place at the right time. The styles that you're offering are, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know they're really aligned so it just makes sense i hope people can like get that fix of like the welsh sound as it were yeah okay. yeah yeah i guess i get point ties in what Don was just saying about the sounds i remember when obviously you guys originally broke up in 2019 like yeah. you were very much like not like i wouldn't say like not the own you kind of the only prominent act in town who did that sound like as well as you did so obviously mm. when like you guys were like we're off everyone was quite you know everyone was quite good weren't they yeah um yeah so i guess probably you know i guess over the kind will be you know three four years i guess what have your observations been of kind of that thing some we i, I remember i spoke to a band um australian band called bloom and they were like they're mm. more kind of they're a bit more counterparts they're still kind of like more middle like hardcore and they're mm -hmm. just like yeah we love casey <laughs> oh, nice. so i guess kind of yeah, I guess kind of what was your like observations been and do you kind of in a way also feel that there are a few more bands around kind of based off your influence kind of um you know sort of in the previous decade yeah you know I, I i and i don't think that's a bad thing at all that you know bands are drawing influence from other bands you know i mean that's exactly what we did you know that's that's the question we answered at the start where you know i think it's really cool to draw those influences but um i don't know if i see too many bands like us but you know um I I see bands changing for sure, you know, to fit, not to fit, that's definitely the wrong word, but, you know, to, to kind of be in that space. Um, and I see a lot of maturity in bands as well, which, which I think is a great thing. Um, you know, bands that we might have toured with maybe four or five years ago now sounding more like what they wanted to sound like, which I think is an amazing thing. But, um, 
yeah, you know, we like bands that are really heavy. Like, I think that's why we like touring with such an eclectic mix is that, you know, it allows those bands to kind of creep in. And um, one band I was talking about in general is uh, Static Dress, who um, we were lucky enough to um, to do some stuff with Ollie in um, Exit Dream. He came down to shoot our stuff, and um, and I saw those a few days ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and just unreal. Um, so yeah, you know, the space is getting bigger, and 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 the space is getting much more eclectic. And you know, I think I think fuck people that just want to listen to the same stuff all the time. And and you know, I think the more that we can make those bills a bit different, then um, you know, the space is going to be a much better space for sure. Yeah, because as you because they say that address came around. Yeah, they were sort of 2019, 2018 as well, weren't they? So kind of. Yeah, yeah. you were kind of more established, they were just coming through. So, yeah, because I remember seeing them at tours. I saw you guys at um, the Dome on the Leaving Tour. Yeah. I also, I also saw that address there as well, counterparts. So, counterparts the same year. So, yeah. Um, yeah I also have one really random question. I asked my friend, I was going to question, she was just like, um, what is the album cover? <laughs> um, the album cover is um, a random person's driveway in Australia. Um, yeah we were lucky enough to um have a bunch of friends out there and um martina who we've worked with for years and years um was out there with our really good friend candace um and we were just asking if they could just shoot some stuff um and we got a bunch back um that is what you're talking about right that is definitely the album cover yeah it's like that, yeah yeah. It's just that random um, house, right? yeah yeah it's random house it is actually it reminded me a wee bit of the um because the counterparts you want new album cover is also just like a random house as well <laughs> yeah yeah um like <laughs> i think we just loved like loved the colorway and just loved loved that picture in general and you know uh, we narrowed that down from you know 200 300 photos as every band does when they get a bunch back so um yeah, that is just um, presumably an unknown person's house in the back of <laughs> Brisbane somewhere. So yeah, maybe maybe they'll find out. You know, maybe yeah, they'll, they'll want some royalties own. back from that. But yeah. uh, it does yeah. happen. Like the American Football House, uh, yeah. Hotelier House. You the know, Hotelier like, House. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. right. Like mm-hmm. it's an emo thing. So it is. I encourage is. all fans to be normal about people's houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll spend yeah. another year's time with the people going to see the Casey House. <laughs> yeah, well, you say that the first, um, the first uh, EP we ever put out that I don't think anyone even knows about, um, which uh, had, one had with the pink on one. I couldn't even tell you. Um, yeah, I, I guess have it on my but, PC. <laughs> nice, but the the but the one maybe before that is literally just a picture of my mum and dad's unmade bed um and when that hit when that hit the internet they were like not cool to use some pictures yeah. of our bed um, yeah well wishes they're not yeah that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know um we were like we kind of want a picture of like a half unmade bed and i was like oh i'll just do it you know and i took a picture of my parents bed but um you know like i think i think like the best albums like covers for me which draw certain intrigue like you know like we've just talked about or when it doesn't give it away you know i guess if you're in a metal band and you know you're a you're a you're a really super death metal band then you know, you kind of know you're gonna have this kind of grotesque like weird album cover but um yeah i like like bands that put out albums that that don't give much away from that cover so that's kind of what 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 we've tried to do yeah fantastic all right i think that's that's all our questions so thank you very much for joining us thank no no much. thank you guys looking forward to seeing you on the road thank you so much